Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another Picard Star Trek TV talk. So one of the things I wanted to make mention of right off the bat here is that they have been using, it seems, a lot of these like flashback storytelling type deals that honestly, at the beginning, at the beginning of this episode was kind of starting to bother me. Like, you know, we got the whole DH thing last uh, last episode, and here we've got Picard, he's chilling, he's in a bar, he's having some fish and chips, like you do. And then, you know, it's a whole five years later type deal, and it kind of sets up this whole parallel, you know, beats, you know, to contrast what's going on in the present. And... I don't know. It felt a little tired. It felt like a little bit lazy to do that kind of setup back and forth until we get to the end and uncover that, in fact, this was the first moment that Jack actually met Jean-Luc. And this was heavy. This was really, really like the, that reveal was really well done. The way in which they use the exact same bar, the exact same people as part of like the, the holodeck to throw you off and kind of keep you mentally guessing throughout this. Uh, this honestly, this kind of B plot line that really deals with more of like an emotional thread, not nowhere near connect like as big as the kind of the, uh, well, at least apocalyptic in terms of for our, our heroes here, events that are going on. They're all sinking down to their deaths. They all are, you know, thinking this is the end. And it's funny because a lot of times with television series, especially something like Star Trek, you're dealing with, you know, we're all going to die on kind of a weekly basis. And so here we are now where, yes, once again, they are faced with these impossible odds, a no-win scenario, if you will, and they have to come up with some sort of super science that's going to get them out of it. Beverly, you know, connects with whatever this entity is on the fact that it's it's got this biological component. She starts counting the contractions and recognizes that this thing is about to give birth. And not only that, but these massive shockwaves are energy that the ship can actually use to power itself. You know, again, I, I, I've never really watched very much TNG but I feel like this is the kind of stuff that I've seen before on Voyager. You know, like, like oh, this nothing makes sense, but we could do a thing that'll plug into the thing. And if we reroute it through another thing, then everything's going to be fine. And that's kind of what happened. The who is a changeling was, uh, you know, a great little kind of component of this episode as well. You know, they really you, you kind of knew where they were going, right? Like with uh, uh, Seven and, you know, her naming convention, especially with the, the dynamic between her and her captain. I actually really liked the fact that... They, it's it's odd, but they bonded over the fact that they don't like each other, right? Like it's it's because they need to be able to find this common enemy. the The fact that they've had such a just terrible relationship is the thing that validates who each other is. Now it's interesting, right? Because Captain Jerk Guy, you know, we see him kind of going through a bit of an evolution throughout this episode. He's dealing with a lot of this prejudices, prejudices, prejudices that he holds towards former Borg members. And in this episode, we find out why that is. I know enough about Wolf 3, 4, 5, 7, 12, 11, 20, whatever it is. I, I know enough about that and, and the locutus of Borg thing. Like, you know, if, if you know a little bit about Star Trek, you're, you're going to know that kind of stuff. And also, I do remember that that was a flashback opening sequence for Deep Space Nine. And so much in the same way that Cisco was involved or present or had kind of this 
you know, engagement with, you know, Lacutus, who was also Picard. So therefore did Captain Jerk Guy. And so his trauma over this tragic battle where he lost all of his friends and everything else, like the, this, this origin story that we're kind of getting for him is directly tied to the way in which the Borg really messed him up. But now skip ahead and he's kind of projecting that on these freed Borg. They're no longer part of the collective. But it does add a little bit of kind of additional twist to it, right? Like he really doesn't like Picard because like Picard was like there, right? Like it was it was him, it was the Borg, whatever, Lacutus, yada, yada, yada. But like he was the one leading the charge against the against Starfleet. With Seven, it's kind of different, but also similar. Seven is no longer Borg, but she doesn't really identify as her old human self. She still identifies very much, at least in part, with part of the identity that the Borg created for her. She wants to be seven. She doesn't want to be Annika. Annika died as a little girl. It's sad. It's tragic. And it's awful. And like her journey throughout Voyager is fantastic as you kind of explore that. But regardless, you can see why he's got this like tension between not wanting, you know, against seven. It's almost less the fact that she was a former Borg and more so that she's trying to claim that still as part of her identity. It's very interesting. But you see that their kind of relationship might actually be growing a little bit together, even as eh, they still they still don't like each other. I will say with that naming convention, though, like one thing that I thought was interesting is, you know, Seven actually kind of you know throws that at Captain Jerk guy about like, oh, LaForge always calls me Seven out of respect. But I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah, yeah, no, I know. And I get that. But but also she's piloting the ship, right? Like, <laughs> like, like I, I get I get that. And that's good. But 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 she is also piloting the ship. That was the first tell <laughs> for me. Anyway, that was the first tell. I really enjoyed this episode and I'm really glad they're kind of getting past the uh, the rift that exists between Jean-Luc and Jack like it needs to be there. And I like the fact that they're identifying it, they're talking about it, they're trying to bond together. And I'm I'm glad that they don't just kind of maintain a manufactured drama that exists within the relationship and that we're actually seeing some progress from every single episode with where they're going in that relationship. Because while this is very fascinating for the character development of Picard, we got bigger things on the horizon. The fact that the changelings are back in the game and, you know, by the time they get home, they're going to learn about these terrorist attacks and everything else. And on top of that, there's still Starfleet's not telling anybody what's going on because they're trying to keep the world or I guess the universe from going into another Dominion War. There's a lot of different ways they can take this. I, you know, Jack's whole thing where he's getting flashbacks to go, you know, find me, find me. And, and there's some sort of mental, almost like disease type thing that's going on with him. I feel like we saw something similar to this kind of MacGuffin-esque albatross, if you will, in previous seasons of Picard. And so I do think that like it's a little... It's a little played out, but at the same time, okay, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know who's beyond the door. I have to imagine it has something to do with the Great Link. It'd be really tragic if we find out that Beverly died a long time ago and both Beverly and Jack are actually changelings. And I guess we're going to get into part of the series now where we're going to start questioning almost everybody that we know as to whether or not they are who they say they are or are they a changeling, especially after kind of the deep emotional journeys that a lot of our characters are going on. It would be a pretty big, you know, gut-wrenching, pull the rug out from under us moment if that ends up being the case. It was interesting to learn a little bit about the the relationship between Beverly's uh, first husband and uh, Jean-Luc. I didn't realize that they were like buddy-buddy. That's kind of cool. And I like the fact that he also would have named uh, their son Jack as a kind of nod to him. I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was really great. Also, as somebody who comes from a long line of paternal men who have lost their hair at a relatively early age, and I... I sit back, um, you know, lovingly 
<laughs> running my fingers through what I have left. I love the whole elephant in the room moment. That was that was great. All right, so that's it that I've got for this episode. There's still so much more to come. I'm still loving this series and where it's going. Let me know your thoughts. Head over to TV Talk FM. That is to say, head over to twitter.com slash TV Talk FM. Use the hashtag Picard TV Talk, Star Trek TV Talk. Let us know what you're thinking. That's going to do it for us for this week. But don't worry. We'll be back in a flash. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.